And we are live on another edition of the K&K Sports Show, Wednesday, March 16, 2022. Um, there's the panelists. Mr. Rosen, how are you? Good evening, gentlemen. Looking forward to another great show and exciting time. Mr. Siciliano, how are you? I'm good. Hope everybody's doing well. Thank you. And Mr. Kirkpatrick, how are you tonight with your Nick hat? Nick hat, as always, but uh, doing much better than, you know, this week than last week. Uh, you know, but I'm ready to roll and get back on the flow here. Kenny, I hear a little echo by you, just an FYI, when you're talking. A little echo. A little echo? Yeah. Is that a little better? I still hear it, but that's okay. Steven Waldman saying hello, guys. What's up, Steve? Going on, Steve. Steve. And hashtag Eddie Murphy saying hashtag free Kyrie. I got to say this. What a performance last night by Kyrie, man. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. We'll uh, get into some of that later, too. Eddie's saying good evening, gentlemen. What's going on, Eddie? Lots What's to up, talk man? about, Mr. Kirkpatrick. So whatever you want, you're running the show tonight, whatever you want to start with. Yeah, a lot of March Madness. Got NFL news, uh, Major League Baseball back. and uh, But uh, I know... Mr. Cicliano had a surprise for everybody that he wanted to do. So I think he's up first with his little surprise for everyone. All right. Uh, What's going on, Mr. Cis? Definitely excited. Sending us on a vacation. (laughs) No, actually, this is a lot about uh, what's going on in my life, to be honest with you or not. Um, We all have to make decisions sometimes in our lives. And uh, about a year and a half ago, I was living in Bloomfield and I had to make one. And I moved up to uh, um, Stewartsville, New Jersey, into a friend of mine's house. It was a no brainer. I was playing in Bloomfield for a little apartment. Uh, Again, it was a no brainer. Unfortunately, about, I guess a month ago, he had put the house. Not up on a market with a realtor did it himself. And so short, the house sold pretty quickly. So in the interim, I was hustling around, trying to get places to stay. Northern New Jersey apartments are like ridiculous. And out of Fixed income. Guys, we're getting bad echo. Sis, hold on, Kenny. I think you're getting really bad echo. Yeah. All right, sorry, sis. We're just constantly hearing echo, I think, from coming. Go ahead. No, that's fine. And to make a long story short, on a Social Security and a small pension, I can't afford to pay twelve, fourteen hundred dollars a month for an apartment. My son lives in a one bedroom apartment in Bloomfield, sixteen seventy five. Wow. I mean, thing. So, I reached out to about twenty five people, and nothing came along. So, lo and behold, um, this friend of mine reached out to me, and he said, "If your last resort is you want to come here," he said, "You let me know." And I had a choice of coming where I am right now, or taking a place up in uh, New Jersey. I moved down to Maryland on Monday. And I want to thank Kenny publicly. Yeah, that's right. Shocking I thank, news. 
Yeah. Wow. So I want to thank Kenny. On the, that's why I waited till tonight. The guy opened his apartment to me. It was either coming to Maryland or staying in New Jersey and moving by where I used to live with people I didn't know. And I, I didn't feel comfortable doing that. Like who wants to move in with strange people? And I know Kenny. Are you saying Kenny's not strange? <laughs> no, what I'm saying is I know him 20 years and you know, he lived by us for a while when, when I was down in Garfield. And I think it's just a, a remarkable thing that, you know, he's not living high on a hog that he opened this place up to me. And with the help of my son, Dante, I sold my car because it was a 1997 Acura would have never made it to Maryland, Maryland. And unfortunately, there's a lot of people that are in situations similar to mine. And I, I'm not a type of person to feel sorry for myself. I just, I always believe God puts you in certain places or positions or, <clears throat> excuse me, whatever, whatever the case may be. And I don't want anybody being mad at Kenny because Kenny didn't tell nobody. And I didn't even say to Kenny, don't tell nobody because it's not like, you know, I'm on the most wanted list and I'm hiding out in Maryland. I mean, it's just, uh, again, it's a remarkable uh, tribute to this guy that, uh, you know, he opened up his home to me. And uh, I'm only here three days. It's... Uh, it's pretty down here. Obviously, I'm going to have to work on getting myself a little car. But um, that was pretty much the um, what was going on the last couple of weeks, man. It hasn't been easy mentally. It's uh, It was tough on me, weighing, weighing, should I go, should I not go? And then when push came to shove, I said, again, like repeating myself, kept thinking, I don't, I don't want to move in a place where I don't notice people. You know, you, you, you never know. You never know. So, again, it was pretty much uh, a no-brainer. And, again, I want to thank Kenny for uh, inviting me into his house. I am blessed. Wow. Oh, that's blessed. a big th – that, that's... that's awesome, Kenny. That's a great surprise. I mean, I had no idea. Kenny didn't mention anything. No, yeah, I, I didn't know either. No, I figured he didn't. And um, – you know, again, if and I'm not feeling. If you've never been in these type of situations, it, it you can't really understand it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Unfortunately, yeah. again, the guy—that's his house. He wanted to sell it. Hey, what am I going to tell him? Don't sell it. You know, I, I couldn't do that. But again, yeah. I wasn't—I wasn't in the position financially to go live even by Curtin Clifton. Everything in Bloomfield, Clifton, Belleville, Nutley. You, you couldn't touch anything for a thousand or twelve hundred dollars. Yeah, you know, that's a lot of money. It's a again, my son lives in a one bedroom apartment, six seventy five. He's got one bedroom and one closet. Him and his girlfriend. It's insane. It's off of Broad Street in Bloomfield. It's not a bad area, but I wouldn't pay for you know to live up there for that kind of money. That's crazy. Yeah. But anyway, I love you guys, and I just want you to. Pray for me and Kenny, and everything goes well. Thank no, you. That's awesome. That's wow. awesome. Yeah. Thanks, sis. sis what we're going to yeah. do is I'm going to mute us back and forth, so because that's what the that's where the echo is coming from. That's fine. That, uh, hear Kenny, the echo can now, I right, get Kurt? to a couple comments real quick? Yes. All right, a couple comments. Bobby Blackjack saying I'm going to send out. 
Guido the Collector out for you guys. Um, <laughs> then he's also break then again, Stephen Waldman, and this was a little breaking news, Von Miller signing with Buffalo on a six-year, $120 million deal. Buffalo also adds O.J. Howard. Eddie Murphy saying, uh, Bobby saying, Bills are now the favorites in the AFC. Um, Eddie Murphy, At least he didn't sign with the Cowboys. I know. Eddie Murphy saying, first time ever teammates back to score 50 points back to back, Kyrie and KD. Um, Eddie saying, good, good, goes to show still good people in the world. Hashtag Kenny for MVP. Stephen Waldman, Jock Peterson agrees to a deal with the San Francisco Giants. And Eddie Murphy's also saying, for us wrestling fans, Rest in peace to Scott Hall. Razor Ramon, a.k.a. Yes. If I, you know, um, sis, obviously I don't know you guys that long, only about a year, but I know you're a very proud man, and I know this had to be so difficult for you to make this decision, but knowing all three of you for a year, the kind of guys you are, the, the brothers that you are, it, it's just... It's not surprising that Kenny would do something like this and yeah. open up your house. So uh, bless you, Kenny. Yeah. And go ahead, sis. Yeah, no, I'm just saying it. He's the only one that did it. Or I would have had it again, probably live with people that I don't know. Yeah. That was yeah. my choice. Luby saying, we feel for you, sis. You know, real friends when you're in need. And she gives a little, like a little heart and smile emoji. Henry Ziminoff, Kenny, saying the Rockies got Chris Bryant, which is shocking with MLB news. Yeah, I heard that. Let's, let's get this. Just thank you for those uh, kind words. And, uh, you know, you're more, you know, like like Paul said, we're all brothers. We know Paul a year, and he's a brother of ours already. So uh, definitely uh, some nice things you said there, sis. Let's uh let's uh start some sports. You guys ready to talk some sports? Yes, sir. Absolutely. All right. All right. Got some quick hitters. Hopefully we won't get that much of an echo. I'm gonna try and put sis on as well. Are we okay, Kurt? I mean I just hear it a little bit, yes. so Okay, I'll I'll do my best. That's not terrible. Okay. I'm gonna do the quick hitters tonight. Okay. I'll do it in the screen. I see Kurt, sis, Paul. Daniel Jones, Giants signed Tyrod Taylor yesterday. Daniel Jones or Tyrod Taylor, Kurt, opening day started? I think Daniel Jones starts, but I think Tyrod Taylor takes over at some point. Sis. Kurt, Daniel, same thing. Paul. Definitely Daniel Jones. Um, I think he's a capable backup. I like the signing. Uh, short of Daniel Jones getting injured, he's not going to be the starter. Agree. And this is going to be like a Andy Dalton, Justin Fields type situation, in my right. opinion. Daniel yeah. Jones goes one in three, and the Giants aren't producing. Tyrod Taylor is going to come in to try and save the day. Uh, next, we'll stick with NFL. Kurt, better division in football now: AFC West or NFC West? AFC West. Sis. Sis, now, now, Kenny. Sis is off. Yeah. There we go, sis. NFC West. And Paul. Definitely AFC West. Okay, Kurt. Deshaun Watson will be a blank next year. 
Saint. Sis. Who did they just rumor him the list? Two days ago. Uh they said Carolina, New Orleans, Cleveland. 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 Yeah. I think they get rid of May Baker. Yep. I think he goes to Cleveland. Okay. And Paul. What's he going? Just just this to not to piggyback anyone, I'll say Carolina. I like all three of those. Those would be my top three choices. Uh, let's shift over to baseball, Kurt. Same question, different player. Freddie Freeman will be a blank next year. Dodger. Big. Sis? Again, Kurt nailed it. Dodger. And Paul? Yeah, he sent his goodbyes to Brave fans. Uh, so definitely a Dodger. For those who don't know, Matt Olson signed with the Braves in a trade. Uh, earlier this week, Mr. Kenny, Dillon's not with us. Couple comments, um, Eddie Blackjack saying, "Sis, Pirates support Pirates. Anything you need." Then he's saying, "Great job, K and K." Eddie Murphy, Rockies will be looking to trade Bryant before the year, and he's also saying maybe Sis has to get himself some coaching headphones like Kenny. Eddie then's also saying NFC going to poop while AFC looking deep as ever. Bobby's saying Deshaun Watson will be the king of happy endings. Eddie's saying he better be a Dodger. And and Eddie's saying Cleveland might add Jimmy G. They said they're looking for an adult. Interesting. Here's an interesting question, Kurt. Sticking with baseball. Give me a Major League Baseball team this year, 2022. That could be this that could be last year's San Francisco Giants. The Mets. Sis. Hmm. That's a good one. Let's say the San Diego Padres. <laughs> Go off script a little bit. Hey, Paul. I know the Mets too well, Kurt, but thank you. Um, I'm gonna say the Cardinals. And I'm gonna say a team down here, sis. The Washington Nationals might have a bounce back here. So they got Juan Soto. Yeah. And they got they got Strasburg and Corbin at the top of that rotation. So hope yeah, they Scherzer, but I hope you have season tickets. <laughs> they signed Cruz too. So yeah. All right. All right. My last I got by the way, I got five more. Ten altogether. So we're gonna go to March Madness, Kurt. Duke, how far do they go in the tourney? Um I got them losing to Texas Tech. So what is that? Two, three. So that's the Sweet Sixteen. Yes. I say they go out the second or third round. Paul. Same thing. I have them losing to Michigan State. So. Same. Yeah, second round. Eddie Eddie saying Hal Steinbrenner needs to change his last name to Wilpon. LOL. Looking cheap. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's the perception now. Next, you ready? I got my next. Give me a Cinderella team in this tournament, Kurt. Cinderella. What, what, what's Cinderella? Yeah. What's Cinderella, what number? let's say anything over a four seed. Iowa. Okay. Sis. The loyal Chicago. They get by uh, Ohio State. They could be Ohio State. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh. Virginia Tech. And mine got got in yesterday, Indiana over Wyoming yeah. as a 12 seed is my deep sleeper in this tournament because they do have, in my opinion, 
a lottery pick. And if you got a lottery pick going into the NBA, you got to be dangerous. Yeah. You could be your very dangerous team. Yeah. But that uh, was his last name, Jackson Davis. Yeah. He's really good. I like him. Uh, I got two more and then a fun one at the end, like Kurt okay. likes to do. Kurt, which number one will fall victim first, if any, before the final four? Baylor. Sis. Kansas. Paul. Gonzaga. Oof. Wow. <laughs> I hope not. <laughs> you have never sis. Kansas because my Creighton Blue Jays are in their second round, hopefully a second round matchup with them. So I'm going Kansas is going to get an early exit. Uh, my last one before a fun one, Kurt. Rank these coaches, Kurt. One being the best, five being the worst. So go five to one. John Calipari, Tom Izzo, Jay Wright, Coach K, Bill Self. Wow. Wow. That's hard. <laughs> Make it any easier? <laughs> hey, these are my quick hitters. We don't do easy on my quick hitters. <laughs> All right. Number five, Bill Self. Number four, Calipari. Three, Jay Wright. Two, Coach K. One, Izzo. Sis. Jay Wright, Calipari. Coach K. Self. And who's left? Izzo. That's it. Izzo. And Paul. Self. Calipari. Uh, Coach K. Wright and Izzo. I got Izzo one. J. Wright, two, Coach K, three, Calipari, four, self, five. Yeah. And my fun one, Kurt likes to always give, give a fun one at the end, so I'm going to do my best here. And I got our good friend Carson Shear, who uh, couldn't be with us tonight. He's doing a, a stream. He's out with us on Thursdays. He gave me his answer, too. So I think everybody's familiar with Dave Portnoy. He does these barstool pizza reviews yeah. on YouTube. Big, big, well-known guy, uh, Barstool Sportsbook. Well, we all know Kurt loves crumb cake, always raves about crumb cake. So my question to everybody, and I'll read Carson's first. Kurt had a YouTube channel that was based on crumb cake reviews. What would that YouTube channel be called? And Carson called it, what's the crumb? With Kurt Valenti. That's good. Sis, what would his what would his show name be? Driving in Crumb. <laughs> hey Paul, what would the, what would what would the name of his show be? Eating Crumb with his thumb. <laughs> that's go. a good one. And mine, <laughs> that's crummy. With Kurt Valenti. I like it. <laughs> That's, That's my good. version of quick hitters. I like it. Boys. Very good. Very good. Good. By the way, Eddie's saying Von Miller has uh, 34 million fully guaranteed at signing, 51 and a half guaranteed in total. Wow. So Von made a little money. So, so did that. Let, let's uh, 
Let's go to Kurt. What he wants to talk about first. We could do March Madness. We could do NFL football, or we could do baseball. Okay. And I will get whatever top, whatever sport you say first will be my choice on who's going to go up first. All right. I say we do a little NFL real quick. Little NFL. Yeah. All right. We all have a topic for NFL. I know Kurt has one. We got our mock draft. Yeah. And let's let's do uh let's do Kurt's topic first. Kurt had a good one that he told me about not too long okay. ago. So let's do an NFL topic with Kurt. All right. So obviously the the news of the this offseason has been the quarterback carousel. Um and, and not just names, like big names of the NFL. So I want I want you guys to grade. All right. I'm gonna go around and I want you guys to give a grade A through an F of what you you know where um where each team went like we'll start with the Washington Commanders sis A through an F they traded for their new quarterback is Carson Wentz so what would you give the Redskins uh A through F with the Carson Wentz signing I give him a C okay Paul C minus Kenny I'm with the guys solid C all right Aaron Rodgers going back to Green Bay. Green Bay, but keeping for Green Bay, not just getting him back, the three-year, $150 million deal, sis. Great it. B. Paul? An A. Kenny? With, with Green Bay, A. I agree with Paul. All right. Sis, my boy Russell Wilson to my Broncos. Great him. B. Paul? An A. Mr. Kirkpatrick. Gotta agree with Paul. I gotta give it an A. I like the these aren't quick hitters. We could do a little little ten second commentary, right? Yeah. Oh, I, okay. I think he was the, the best quarterback for the money. You know, I didn't want Aaron Rodgers. I if, I wish our Giants had the money and could have went after Russell Wilson. You know, that was the guy I wanted all along. So A A A for for that one for sure. All right. Can, can I sure oh, can I just interject a second? Sure. Compare the trade to the Dallas, Minnesota trade with Herschel Walker. And I thought that was a great analogy. Really. So Okay. Yeah, it was. You know what though? Like, I don't know. They gave up a lot. The thing that helped is we had the picks from Von Miller. So it didn't really feel like we still have four picks in the hundred and first hundred and six, so it helps a little bit. Uh, yeah. Eddie's saying A for Russell. Eddie's also saying Rodgers will never win a title. Bad deal for the Packers. Eddie's saying Seattle wasn't going to send them to the NFC. They said Washington offered the best deal. Kenny Douglas, what's up, Kenny? Saying too much money for Aaron Rodgers. Next one on the board. Mitch Trubisky, sis, to the Steelers. I think it's a good move. They had the money and they need a quarterback. Do you think, sis, automatically he's the starter? There's no competition with those guys there? I wouldn't say automatically, but I'll give him a B-plus as far as the grade goes. Paul? Yeah, I was going to say B-plus. I, I think he'll come in. They're not going to ask him to do too much, and I think I think it was a good it's a good mix for them. Kenny? C. C, but it's got a chance of going to an, to an A. <laughs> Low risk, high reward. All right. Yeah. Let's do this, sis. I'm going to get not to a player, but a team. 
The Indianapolis Colts last year traded a one a number one pick for Carson Wentz. They didn't like him. They had a trade. They had to get rid of him this year. Now, right now, they're stuck without a quarterback. So, how would you grade the quarterback situation in Indianapolis? They're they're in major trouble. Major. I don't think I could give it a letter grade. That wouldn't be fair. But you know, they're gonna. I don't know what kind of cap they have. They're in trouble. Paul, you know, that's what gets coaches and general managers fired. Definitely an F. And, you know, the interesting thing about the whole thing with Carson Wentz is Wright wanted him, Wright coached him with Philadelphia. So I don't know where that marriage went bad at some point where they, they decided, okay, they, they weren't getting along and got the divorce. But something along the line uh, at some point said, this isn't working out. Uh, and he's saying Colts will overspend to move up in a draft to get a quarterback this year. Kenny, Indianapolis Colts, what, what do you think? Yeah, real quick, Sis Bielan saying hello. He ain't going to be able to make it tonight. He's got a convention in New York City that okay. he's at. What's so up, we're going to miss you tonight, Bielan, but we'll see you next week. And uh, he wishes you the best, Sis. He, he heard that you're down here, so he wishes you the best. Thanks, Sean. Uh, they're in trouble, Kurt. They're in trouble. They, they're going to have to either get a rookie quarterback or Jimmy Garoppolo, the only options, right? There's, yeah. there's not much else out there. Marcus Mariota? I don't know. I don't know mm-hmm. either. And the, they're they're a good team. So, you know, <laughs> what direction do they go in? You know, it's like, it's not like they're, uh, I say they're a good team, but I'll tell you why Hilton's getting old there. So it might be a rookie quarterback rebuild type of offense. Jonathan Taylor's still young and worked the offense around Jonathan Taylor. All right. Would they be interested in Jameis Winston? Is that a good one? It's not a, a, it's not a bad option, Paul. Yeah. Not a bad option. Couple more, Kenny. My boy, Drew Loxis, now in Seattle. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he, he hasn't played. I, I think the kid's a pretty good quarterback. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him a C plus. Paul. Yeah, you know, it could be a B minus to a B plus, and I'll tell you why. The weapons that they have out there, if they bring him along, you think about the, the Metcalf and, and Lockett, those two guys are still going to be there. Yep. Those yep. two receivers that most teams would love having. So, you know, if they give him a chance, yep. he could develop. He's give him a shot. Yeah. Mm. Paul nailed it, but I'm going to go a little lower C because we don't know. It could, it's the Mitchell Trubisky type of situation. Low risk, high reward. Eddie's you saying know, I thought Seattle. Next, oh, I'm sorry, Kenny. I was just going to say you may get your quarterback for the next 10 years. Like Paul said, he's got weapons there. DK Metcalf and Ty Lockett. If you can't throw the ball at those two guys, you're yeah. at it. You're going to be, you're going to be playing in the, uh, not, I don't mean to mock the league. You're going to be playing in the, uh, USFL. Uh, Eddie's saying, I thought Seattle might go for Watson, but haven't heard anything. Two more to go. Teddy Bridgewater on a $6 million deal, uh, sis, to go to Miami. It's insane. I don't get that at all. Um, You like it or no? Not for that kind of money. No, he's not going to play in Miami. He's going to be a backup. Okay. So he's great to me. He's like a C-. minus. Paul. Yeah, I mean, 
as sis just said, he's going to back up Tua, and and if he gets in, it'll only be because Tua gets hurt. Eddie's but, saying Teddy will be the starter. Kenny, how do you grade it? Eddie nailed it. Eddie nailed it. You're going to see Bridgewater. If Tua doesn't get hurt. Another situation like Daniel Jones. Bring in the quarterback to compete. Bridgewater stole the job from Drew Locke last year. Don't be surprised if Tua starts and if they go one and three, get off to a slow start. That new coaching staff down there in San Fran decide to go a different route and they go Teddy Bridgewater. Okay. And last but not least, your boys, Mr. Tyrod Taylor, sis, as a New York Giant. <laughs> Jones starts. He's got a short lease. So you like the move for Taylor? I don't think they had many other options with their money situation. Okay. Fair. Paul. Yeah, I, I think it's a solid B. I think this guy's proven he he can he can quarterback. He's been on enough teams to show what he can do in the NFL. And and I, I think it's a it's a great uh, a great pickup by the Giants. I really do. Mr. Kirkpatrick. I agree with Rick Paul. I like the move because you're finally giving Daniel Jones some competition. These, uh, you know, we don't know. We, we obviously don't know what we're going to get out of the Giants, but the moves on paper that, that Joe Shine's doing and, you know, restructuring contracts and finding ways to make money, you know, Sterling Shepard, James Bradbury, Blake Martinez, they, they, they're all back because they took pay cuts, you know, and they're going to have incentives. So it's going to, it's going to be, it makes the players want to push to get that extra money. But uh, the move I like because you're pushing Daniel Jones and it's like now or never for Daniel Jones. So one in three, not putting up the stats, fumbling the ball. Goodbye. Tyrod Taylor comes in. And not saying Tyrod Taylor is going to get us to the Super Bowl. That'd be ludicrous. Right. But Tyrod Taylor will win games as opposed to last year. Our backup quarterbacks, we knew we had no chance. Glennon and Fromm. We, yeah. <laughs> there was no chance. So, uh, Eddie's Apple saying – Giants for getting a guy that could push Daniel Jones. Eddie's saying Jones starts. If he stinks it up, Tyrod will take over. Kenny Douglas with the Giants budget. It's a good move. Kenny's also saying Danny Dimes is going to have a breakout year. And that's what the Giant hope fans, right, with Danny. Yeah, that's what you hope. That's what you guys that's hope for. And you know what, Paul, sis? Like, you know, sometimes a quarterback needs that. Now he's got a new coach at staff. And now he's got a quarterback that he knows can take his job if he messes up. You know, let's see if he can handle the pressure. He does. They, you know what? Mike Lennon's not stealing a yep. job from him. Yep. Kenny, the other thing, the other thing is also he they're not giving him that that last option year yet. So basically he's gonna play for that last year of his contract. They're not just handing it to him like they do most quarterbacks. So that's another aspect of it that he's playing for his NFL life, basically. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Uh, one more question. Um, I'll start with a, a couple of things. Eddie's saying, I love all these smooth, small moves the Giants make. He's also saying Trubisky has a lot of incentives in Pittsburgh. But says Carolina, New Orleans, Cleveland, right? Who needs Deshaun Watson the most out of those three? Me? Yeah, yeah. Carolina, New Orleans, Cleveland. Who real? Who needs Watson the most out of those guys? 
I'm gonna say New Orleans because Hill's not the answer there. Yeah, I'm with. I'm. I agree with you. I, I agree with you there, sis. I, you know, he, they're a quarterback. They have a good team. They just don't have that quarterback. Hill can't play. I, I agree with you, Paul. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> all three need them, and I think if uh, Matt Rule and I was gonna mention it later, but Matt Rule is is on life support in Carolina. If they don't win immediately, yep. he's gonna be out this year. So he needs he needs Watson. As a as a full time starter, as a someone who's been in the league more so than almost any other team right now, but but um, I, I would say all three teams need could use him right now. Kenny saying Fitz Cleveland's best is the, the Cleveland's the best fit, but the Saints need him the most. Uh, Kenny, I'll answer you, and then Eddie's got a question. Uh, okay, uh, uh, I'm going to say Carolina because Paul nailed it. Matt Rule is on the hot seat, and a Kenny Pickett, Malik Willis, is not going to save Matt Rule's job now that Brady's back in Tampa Bay, and you still yeah. got Matt Ryan as another veteran quarterback over there. So they need a quarterback to compete. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, Atlanta's in that mix. Atlanta's I'm sorry. In Atlanta's in that mix. It's sneaky. That's sneaky, sorry. but I'm going to I'm gonna go Carolina and some the most. By the way, Joey Clamp, I see you in the waiting room. Gonna bring you in as soon as this segment's over to talk some college hoops with you. All right, one more question for Eddie Murphy, sis. Okay, um, two good receivers let go. One today, I believe, one a couple days ago. Julio Jones let go today by Tennessee, and um, Landry was released from Cleveland. So, sis, Eddie's asking, what? Who gets signed first, Jarvis Landry or Julio Jones? I say Jarvis Landry. Paul. Yeah, I agree with Sis. I think Julio might have uh, seen his better days at this point. Yeah, he's down by the schoolyard. Yep. Mr. K. <laughs> I agree with the Jarvis Landry, but don't be surprised if you may get a reunion over there in Atlanta now with Julio Jones. You know what's I'm fascinating, though, Kenny? What's fascinating yeah. is if Atlanta does trade for just say he goes to Atlanta to Sean Watson. Now that opens up Matt Ryan. Does he go to Indianapolis? Does he go to Carolina? Does he go to New Orleans? I don't think they'll send him to New Orleans, but that could be where the Colts go, you know? Then you still got the Garoppolo. So it's interesting. But that's my quarterback segment, Mr. Kirkpatrick. I like it. It was good. It was a good segment. Good, Good segment, Kurt. In the waiting room is our good friend, Mr. Joey Clams. Uh, he wants to talk some March Madness with us, so we're bringing him on in. Joey, you hear us? You, you got to get your audio on, bud. There's Joey. How you doing, Joe? Oh, yeah. What's going on? There he is. Hey, Joey. How much? If you haven't heard, Mr. Siciliano is down here in Maryland with me. It's post time. Place your bet. There you go. Joe, we're gonna bring you up for some March Madness talk. We uh you know, but I got a little topic of March Madness I want to go over with you guys, and then we can continue to do March Madness with you. Uh my topic is has to do with the number one and number two seeds in this tournament. Each bracket, I want to know who in your opinion thinks has the easier way to the final four. So for example, I got Baylor and Kentucky in the east. And Baylor, we got UNC, which is North Carolina, and Marquette. 
St. Mary's, Indiana, UCLA are those top five teams in, in the East on the top part of the bracket. Kentucky, Murray State, San Francisco, Purdue, Texas, Virginia Tech. Kurt, I see you first on my screen. Who do you think has the easier path to the final four out, yeah. of, the, out of the number one and number two seed teams on paper? Now you're asking out of all the regions? Doing, we're going to do all the regions, but the East. Like, who, who has the easier path, Baylor or Kentucky out of the East? Um, you know, you got Purdue there. Purdue's a scary team, but you also got UCLA. Um, I'm going to take Baylor the easier because I just I, – I know me and Sis joke around about the coaching, but Purdue's friggin' loaded. So I'm still going to say Baylor. Sis, who do you think has the easier path? I'm not really sure because I don't really want to answer this because I don't have the uh, the charts in front of me or so okay. I don't want to get that wouldn't be right. Fair enough. Paul. Well, I had Baylor going to the final four, so I'm gonna say Baylor. Clance, who do you think has the easier path here? I um I, I would I think Kentucky, uh, I think Baylor. I think they're a little banged up. They're hurt a little bit. So I'm going to say Kentucky because, oh. like, like Purdue is not – Purdue is going to kick anybody's doors. I'm going to right now – right now, I have to say Kentucky. I agree with Clams, Kurt. Purdue is the only one that may scare me for Kentucky, but I think Kentucky's better than Purdue. And after that, I don't see anything else. But on the top part, you got North Carolina. You got – UCLA, and you got my sleeper team, Indiana, sitting there. And don't count St. Mary's out, too. If St. Mary's beats Indiana, they're a little sneaky team. So Baylor's got, in my opinion, the worst end of that, that eastern bracket as a number one seed as opposed to Kentucky, uh, in my opinion, just having Purdue to worry about. Uh, let's do Midwest. we got Kansas and Auburn as the one and two seats. I'll start with Paul. Kansas has, I did four teams up on top bracket for Kansas. San Diego State, Creighton, Iowa, and Providence. Yeah. Um, Auburn has USC, Miami, Wisconsin, LSU, and Iowa State. Well, I had Kansas also going to the final four, so I'm going to say Kansas. Okay. Joey Clam, who do you like here having the easier path? Well, the, the easiest path, is, you know, it's Kansas. Kansas has got the easiest path. To but uh, be careful over there. Somebody's going to uh, – I think there's going to be a shocker coming in that region there. And, uh, Sis, let me ask you a question here because you said uh, Kansas is going to be the first number one seed out in your opinion. Okay. Do they lose to San Diego State or Creighton? Iowa Providence. If Iowa beats Providence, I think Iowa could beat Kansas. And the other thing I want to say that he just jumped on, I want to thank Joey on the air for trying to help me to find a place also. Thank you, Joe. Oh, salute. I wish there been more help. Kurt, how about you? I um I I think Auburn does. I agree with Sis. You know, 
Kansas, I, the Creighton-San Diego State game, that's not an easy game. And now you got to deal with Providence or who I really like is Iowa. I mean, Auburn, listen, you can't beat USC or Miami. I understand Wisconsin, but Iowa State, LSU, they're in shambles. I mean, my, the Auburn bracket sets up nice. If they can't get out of there, that's on them. So I'm going to say Kansas has the harder bracket. I'm going to agree, Kirk, because uh, yeah, Iowa – I love Creighton, so so I'm going to go Kansas with the harder path. I think Creighton gets by San Diego State. Creighton's got a good chance of upsetting Kansas with their style of play. Hey, you know what? You didn't say any of the uh, the the high uh, the lower seeds, like you know the higher numbers. Yeah, if you want to throw a higher seed in there, Clarence, definitely. I didn't I didn't put the higher seeds in. I just did the the, the lower ones in this this. Uh, segment but by all means if you want to put in put somebody in you got south dakota state you got uh richmond creighton uh iowa states in this you know, i'm on i think the sleep there was the jackrabbits but now they became the public uh yeah i hate when they do that let's move on kurt let's do the the west gonzaga gets boise state or memphis UConn or New Mexico State or Arkansas. Those are the five I got for them. Duke, Michigan State, Davidson, Texas Tech, Bama, Notre Dame, or Rutgers. You know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to take that. You want the harder one or the easier one? The harder one. Give me the harder one. I, I'm going to go Duke. I mean, right out of the gate, you're going to either play Michigan State or Davidson. Izzo, you got to play. Listen, Izzo beat him when it was Zion, um, RJ, and Cam. Uh, and then you're going to deal with Texas Tech, who I like coming out of that side. You know, maybe this is Alabama, Rutgers, Notre Dame. That's going to be a tough game. Gonzaga, I mean, come on. I mean, listen, uh, Boise, Memphis, uh, listen, it, it's Gonzaga. You know, you're going to tell me Arkansas, UConn? I can't see anybody touching Gonzaga, so I'm going to say Duke. Uh, Paul? Yeah, I mean, I, I have to agree with Kurt. Uh, I have Duke. uh Obviously winning the first game, but then Michigan State beating them uh, in the next round. So I'm going to go uh, with uh, Duke. Joey Clams. Uh, I'm going to. I'm going to. I really like for that region. I really like. I I think if they run Gonzaga, they're going to be too. I think they're going to be too physical. I think Gonzaga was a better team last year than this year. I could see them cut uh, a little. Bit. And. And my and I like Arkansas, so I'm going Gonzaga because I'm not going by. I'm going by teams that they put on top. Arkansas, top ten team all year. They they lost in the SEC tournament. They didn't show up against Tennessee. You know they came all the way back. But uh, UConn, dangerous Big East team. It's gonna be tough for Gonzaga to get by those two teams. Duke, overrated in my opinion. Should get by Michigan State or Davidson. Do I think they are? No. And Texas Tech, I know you're high on them, Kurt, but you got that Texas Tech there, and then you got Bama and a play-in game, Notre Dame or Rutgers. They're trying to get Duke in any way to that Final Four. So I think Gonzaga has the harder path to the Final Four in that bracket. And on our last one, I'll start, I'll start with, with uh, Joey Clams, the South. Arizona gets... This is Seton Hall or TCU, assuming they get by their 16 seed. Last year's 
championship runner-up, Houston, uh, you know, last year's Final Four team, excuse me, Houston Cougars. And the Illinois Fighting Illini are in that bracket. Uh, Chattanooga, little sleeper on the top. And then on the bottom, we got Villanova as the two seed. They got Ohio State or Loyola, Chicago, last year's Garlands with Sister Rose. Tennessee, hot team. Colorado State, a sleeper. And everybody's most hated team, the Michigan Wolverines. <laughs> Damn, who's got the harder path here? Um, the harder path, I think it's going to happen. I think they get picked off. I think Tennessee wins that region. Yeah, I, I, I agree with him. You know, I'm I'm big on the um I'm big on Tennessee. I, I think they come out of that region too. But Arizona's not gonna have an easy path because they gotta do you know that second game, either Sisters Boys, Seton Hall or TCU. Then you got either Houston or um Illinois. Um but I'm gonna take Villanova because I I, I don't think I think Tennessee's the best team. So I'm gonna take Tennessee. Well, yeah, uh, I'm going to pit Villanova, um, even though I had them going all the way and winning the championship. Um, obviously, as everyone else said, Tennessee is going to be a, a very difficult game if it gets that far. But um, I just think they will probably have a harder time in Arizona at this point, as everyone mentioned. Yeah, and I, I look at it too. I think Arizona may have the easiest path here. So I'm going to go Villanova because – as bad as Ohio State's been, can you can you see them making some kind of run here? You know, that's not a gimme game in the in the second round for Villanova. So, yeah, I know, sis, I'm here in the in the room with you. You know, all due respect to your Seton Hall Pirates, but you know, looking on paper, Arizona versus Seton Hall TCU that doesn't scare me. Villanova against Ohio State in the second round, that that would, could scare me, you know. So right there, that's the harder path. And then you get Tennessee right there, and, and who knows where you're going to get out of Michigan. So tough bracket, Ohio State and Michigan on that bottom bottom bracket for, for Villanova. But uh, that was a little my one-two. Want to see who we had as our, you know, easy path and hard paths to the Final Four in our opinions. Uh, just wanted to do a little something there with you, but uh, we got Joey Clams on tonight for a little March Madness. Joe, do you want to give us some of your? We got you for a couple more minutes. Do you want to give us your sleepers, like some deep sleepers in this tournament, some some favorites that you think may falter? Let's do this. I got give, me, give us give the audience a couple of your Cinderella teams going into the tournament. Okay, um, did you get the text I sent you? Just, uh, you know, just keep it in front of you in case I miss a team or uh, if I can't remember. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I like, uh, I think Chattanooga 15, 15 to 1 to get to the Sweet 16. I wrote that. I like that. I like Chatt Chattanooga. They got, a, they got a really good player. He's got some size on him. He's, they're going to give uh, Illinois a run for their money. I like them at 15 to 1 to get to the, the Sweet 16. Also, uh, South Dakota State. I think uh, but I had them. They were plus six to one. Yes, six to one. And what was the other team I had there? Uh, Murray was it Murray, Murray State? State. 
Murray State plus uh, what is eight eight fifty plus eight fifty eight fifty. Yeah, I like those three teams. You throw a little pizza money on that for the uh, Sweet Sixteen, <laughs> and I like uh, Kansas to go over two and a half wins. You, you could get that. You could get that at a, a price maybe plus one twenty now. Uh, like that. That's some. That's bad. They just got to win three games. I like that. And uh, I, what else, Coach? Did I give you the games for tomorrow? Right. Uh, you also had Texas Tech Elite Eight. You had. Oh yeah, Texas Tech to the Elite Eight. That's uh, what price was that at? Did it, I didn't have a price. You didn't have this. a price. You just said Elite Eight. Yeah, Texas Tech for to the Elite Eight. I think it, I think they're getting two to one or plus two fifty, something like that. Uh, take a look at that. And what was the games for tomorrow? Tomorrow you had uh, South Dakota State. Plus, yeah, with the plus uh, two and a half. Yeah. Then you had Boise plus three and a half. Oh. Marquette plus four. And uh, Murray State money line. Yeah, and Michigan on the money line. I like Michigan tomorrow too. At Michigan, I put a cent on the money line. Joe, for one of our good friends out there. And Paul, so, well, two of our good friends. For, for Coach Joe Breslin and for Paul Rosen, who wins tonight's game? Notre Dame or Rutgers? <laughs> I, I know Rutgers has played tough in the uh, Big Ten, but um, I'm going with my my fighting Irish. <laughs> the Irish flip die by the three. Uh, Kurt, question for Joe? Um, Illinois. Uh, I'll be honest. My, the teams, I did a couple small, small pools. It's a great pool, actually. A guy uh, Jen works with does a pool. Five bucks for the pool. So I did a bunch of them. So I did six of them. And I did Gonzaga and Arizona. But I also took to win it. I took Tennessee to win one. Kansas to win one. Kentucky to win one. If there's one more team to win the whole thing besides... A one or a two seed. It could be a two seed. Who who would you throw out there to win the whole thing? I'm high. On, I'm high on Connecticut because uh, these numbers that we ran with a, a couple of guys and uh, a guy named Richie uh, Bachelary out in Vegas and stuff. We got uh, Connecticut ranked with all the numbers crunching everything mm. to, as a ranked like five. You like got the ranked five, so I like hey, take a shot with them. Okay, matchups. You know they're physical, and you know once they you, they could they could they could win on the boards. Paul, oh, any any questions for Mister? Any, any questions for Mister. Joey Clams there, Paul? A team that's going to disappoint that you think really, really is a favorite and will just possibly, possibly lose in the first in the first round. I think uh, I think Illinois. There's a bunch of them. You know, it could be uh, like Baylor. Not the first round. I don't know if Baylor was in the first round, but I don't think Baylor was a true number one team. Don't don't ever say never. Hashtag Norfolk State. Sixteen baby, let's go. And they got some injuries, Kenny. They're two good players aren't playing. For Hashtag game. Norfolk State. I'm going to start it. Since last year, we were going to. It's a it's a it's a lot it's a lot closer walk, my friend, to to Virginia. Norfolk, Virginia is a lot closer these than than New Jersey. Let's get them. Well, uh, uh, maybe Wisconsin. Uh, I think uh, Colgate might shock them. 
Right. Our Lions has been steady at eight. That's a hot pick. Some people are picking that one. Uh, yeah. question, I'm going to ask a question for Sis. Is Sis going to be happy, pull up, Joe, Friday night, they got the 10 o'clock game. Is Sis going to be happy and the Seton Hall Pirates get to the second round over TCU? That's a, Let me tell you something. It's going to be a rock fight. That's a tough game. TCU could get trouble. They're well. So, well coached team. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Pirates. I'm gonna go with the Pirates. TCU is not that proven yet. That you know what? Let's go Seton Hall. Go Pirates, baby. Sis, anything for for Mister Clams? Yeah. I know you haven't really. He knows his basketball. I'm not saying they're gonna <clears throat> to win the national championship, but could they get by TCU? They're 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 one of the biggest teams physical wise, excuse me. Physically wise, I'm trying to say physical wise. They could beat them, yeah. I agree with it. not because I'm a former pirate, but yeah. I, I I'll give them a shot. Kenny, you real know? quick, let me give this to let me give this to sis, because Bobby Blackjack is saying, uh sis, tell me if you agree or disagree with this. Bobby's saying Kevin Willard loses and moves on to Maryland. Best case scenario. You think they need a change over there? You think you'd be happy if, if Willard left, Kenny? Uh, sis? i tell you what. I'm going to disagree with Bobby. I think he loves being at Seton Hall. That's just my opinion, you know. I don't I don't see him going to Maryland. But personally, I think that's a step down if he goes to Maryland. Joey, want to give us your parting words and the Best bets of the week for the people out there. Are we going to be on tomorrow? We're going to decide. We're going to we'll see decide who wants that. So to why don't you give us some best? Why don't you give us a couple best bets? Please out right now. There's a the, the last game in the afternoons at four thirty, and the next game don't start till seven o'clock. You got you know what? That's that's weak. It's going on for an hour and do a show. It's game. It's it's not. <laughs> you know what, Joe? Here's what we'll do, Joe. Tomorrow, if we don't decide to do it, you could be solo, Joe. I'll set you up. Uh-huh. Listen, I'll go three minutes. There you go. No, I'll set you up. We'll talk later about that. But what do you, what do you got for best bets? Games Friday. This is give, the us, big- give us give us early like something early in case we come on tomorrow. Give us the early uh, game bets tomorrow. No, nah, I don't have anything right now. Okay, you know uh, what. I'll I'll try and come on with you, Joe, for for half hour or so. We'll get Carson on too. Maybe Carson will do something with you. I'll talk to Carson. National TV, all the thousands around the world. All right, Mr. Clams, I will be in. We'll be in touch with you. We'll figure something out for tomorrow. It's uh, going to be a blowout. Are you watching? The other game don't start till seven o'clock. Wow, a little big. Everybody goes live. Come on. So go live, Clams. We'll make it Clams. Real quick, real quick, before Clams goes, can you comment from our good friend Keith Brugman? Parting words. Craziest NFL free agency I've ever seen. I've seen in years. Yeah. True. All right, Joe, you talk me into it. I'll talk to Mr. Carson Shear and we'll do something tomorrow. Okay, but Oh tomorrow. All right. Have a good night, there Joe. Go. Thanks for joining Stand us. Day, Joe. Joe. I'm going out night. To- Going at Capel. <laughs> <laughs> one and only. Later, Clams. One and He's only. He's gonna sing Sinatra. Clams don't mess around.
the one and only Joey Clamps. <laughs> so, Kerb, why don't we do this? we got about a half hour left. Okay. Why don't we do our mock draft real quick, and then I know Paul has a good baseball topic, which we haven't done any baseball yet, and okay. then we'll see what we have time for after the baseball topic. Because we, we got to get Bronco Mania in, too. So you know what? Can I, ask, can I ask Sis a question real quick? It'll take one second. Yeah. All right, Sis, agree or disagree with this? Colin Cowherd. I know you're a fan of Colin Cowherd, Sis, or no? He's okay, but go ahead. All right. He just ranked today the top 10 AFC quarterbacks. Tell me if you agree or disagree. I just saw this. He has number 10, Trevor Lawrence. Number 9, Ryan Tannehill. Number 8, Derek Carr. Number 7, Deshaun Watson. Number 6, Lamar Jackson. Number 5, Justin Herbert. Number 4, Joe Burrow. Number 3, Josh Allen. Number two, my boy, Russell Wilson, and number one, Patrick Mahomes. Sis, do you agree or disagree with that list, and where do you disagree? Uh, first of all, there's a lot of names on that list. I figured you were going to say Patrick Mahomes. One. Well, no, not me. It wasn't me. That's Colin Cowherd. No, me, this. I meant to say him. Um, you know, Patrick Mahomes is a dynamite quarterback. Um, who's on the bottom? Uh, Trevor Lawrence is number 10. Wow. Wow. But do you agree? I know you're big on Josh Allen. Do you think, would you say? say, I'll say this. The top five, I'll agree with them. Okay. The rest of them, you could, you know, you can mix mix and match. But the top five, yeah, I'll go with them. Bobby Blackjack is saying, Kenny, that guy, Joey Clams, needs his own show. (laughs) <laughs> but you know what right, i'll hey, just say one thing real quick good and then paul you can say what you want too you can't put trevor lawrence in there at number 10 they won they got the first pick this year what did he do mac jones should easily be no in the top no 10 no over... i disagree i disagree you, you can't, can't tell me mac jones is a better quarterback yeah. than trevor lawrence no you, you can't put trevor lawrence in there when he only had two wins no Sorry. way but the problem is kenny the teams that both of them are with. I mean, look at New England had a much better team surrounding Mac Jones than right. Trevor and surrounding the Jaguars. And I don't think Mac Jones is going to get any better. He is what he is. Right. That's what well, that's that's what ultimately. He is. Yeah, yeah. We got to see Trevor Lawrence improve by at least four games this year. I want to see. You got to remember. You got to remember this. All right. And this isn't to blow smoke up Sis's Alabama team, but the last two quarterbacks, right? No, I'm sorry, not this year's quarterback, but. Tua and Mac Jones, they had Henry Ruggs, Jerry Judy, Devontae Smith, and Jalen <laughs> Waddell. I mean, you got to be joking. Come on. Yeah. I mean, Mac Jones, I'm sorry. Mac Jones is, you know, I think you saw what Mac Jones really is like in the postseason. He's going to dink and dunk. He's going to be like a Bridgewater type. And I don't know how much better. I'm, Kenny, you're telling me right now, if the Giants could trade for Mac Jones or Trevor Lawrence, you're taking Mac Jones? Take Trevor Lawrence. you got to take Trevor Lawrence. You I'm, gotta. I'm taking Trevor Lawrence. You're not? Yeah, I'm taking Trevor Lawrence. Right. All right. Hey, Jimmy, Jimmy Eiserman saying, what's up, guys? Hope all is well. What's up, Jimmy? Let's do our mock draft real quick, Kurt. Okay. Mr. Beelan's not with us tonight, so I gave you the honor of picking for the Giants in his place. But up first, oh, by the way, 
we did this two weeks ago. Last week, I couldn't make the show, so we didn't have six through 10 last week. Our first week, pick one went to the Jaguars, Evan Neal. Pick two, Detroit Lions, Aiden Hutchinson. Pick three was to the Texans, Bielan shocked the world and took Garrett Wilson. Pick four, shocked the world, took Derek Stingley for the Jets. Pick five uh, was uh, the Giants. Kurt took Kayon Thibodeau, the edge rusher for the for the Giants. Paul, you are up with the uh, Carolina Panthers at number six. Okay. So, as we said earlier, Matt Rule is on the hot seat with uh, the Carolina Panthers needing to win now. And rumors of the Sean Watson dancing in his head it comes down to players, and I came down to an offensive lineman, a defensive back, and a quarterback. And I threw out the quarterback because I think they're going to go and try and get Deshaun Watson because they need to win now. So as much as it pains me to say with the Giants drafting next, I think at number six, the Panthers will take Akeem Ekwanu, offensive tackle for uh, from North Carolina State. Typical giant giant draft. We get screwed <laughs> right before somebody picks <laughs> for us. So, Kurt, you're the GM for the Giants. Ekwanu went to the Panthers, and two years in a row, Mr. Siciliano is upset because last year we lost Devontae Smith. And this year we lose Icky Akanu one pick before we were ready to pick. So the Giants are on the board at seven, Kurt. We're not doing any trades in this draft. Who do the Giants go with at number seven? It's tough because, you know, you, you want to take Charles Cross, maybe you need a lineman. Uh, Bobby's saying Giants need Hamilton from my Notre Dame. Mm. But I'm going to go defense, but I'm going to take a special, special person because. I'll be honest. I think uh, I would want him for Denver if they were still picking nine. They're not. But, um, Kenny, you know, listen, it's a defensive league, right? And you could take a special talent on that board. I'm taking Mr. Devin Lloyd as a middle linebacker for your New New York Giants. I'm taking him. Just what do you think of that pick? I, I agree with Kurt as far as the player. They'll never use a seventh pick on a linebacker. That's 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 way too high. Um, but Kurt's right. The kid, the kid's a player. In my opinion, if the Giants don't take a defensive edge rusher and an offensive tackle, you're gonna you're gonna have another five six game winning season, and, you, and you're back to square one. So. No, I agree. I agree with Sis, Kenny. I mean, you, it, yeah. I mean, I. You know what? I'm. The, I would take him. You know, like, but you're right. You probably. You do probably got to take an offensive tackle there. I mean, you don't have yeah. a line. You know. Well, see, but, we're not doing but, trades here, but this would be a prime spot for the Giants to trade back yeah. and get one of those. Because after those first two linemen, I think there's a drop off. Mm-hmm. So you can get uh, the kid from Northern Iowa or, or. Trevor Lindenbaum, go interior lineman. I don't care who you go. You can get that in the middle picks there. But, but Kenny, Kenny, what if you do something like this, right? There's no quarterbacks on our board. 
Now you got Pittsburgh. You got a bunch of teams that want a quarterback, right? Maybe you get and you do just what you did last year, right? Trade back. Hey, Pittsburgh, give me your number one this year. We'll trade for number 20 and we'll get a number one next year. Mm -hmm. Why can't you do something like that? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I'm up with the Falcons. I think we lost Kurt. You there? Yeah, I hear you. You hear me? You're frozen on the screen, but you're there. Okay. Okay. Uh, so right now, Iki Aquanu to the to the Panthers, Devin Lloyd to our Giants. Hey, I'm happy with that pick. Build the defense and uh, get that defense back to the LT days, you know, in the uh, Carl Banks and Leonard Marshall days. So I I would I'd be happy with that. But hey, I got stuck with the Falcons here. Falcons are in the rumors talks for Deshaun Watson. Do I think they're the favorites to get Deshaun Watson? No, because I don't see like post as opposed to these other teams, what what Atlanta can offer that's gonna be like, oh my god, I gotta take this if I'm Houston. So they need offense, they need defense, Calvin Ridley situation there. We know that they need defense as well. And there's one really high guy on defense that I would take for Atlanta, but I'm going to pass on on the defensive guy, and I'm going to go offense, wide receiver, get Matt Ryan a young weapon to pair up with Kyle Pitts. And I'm going to take Drake London from uh, USC, the wide mm. receiver, and uh, give Matt Ryan a weapon down there in, in Atlanta to throw the ball to. Who would you Drake take? London I'm sorry. To the London. Big, big guy. Uh, Kurt, you're back up. This is – this was your real pick, the Seattle Seahawks. Uh, we all know Russell Wilson went to the to, to your Broncos, so the Broncos are no longer picking number nine. Seattle Seahawks are up at number nine, but you still get the honor of picking number nine for Seattle. Uh, uh, Keith saying, wow, Devin Lord with that pick. Jimmy Eisenman have to make the O-line a priority. Fifth edge, seventh O-line, or the other way, just like Sis said. Um, so Jimmy's on board with sis little breaking news. Dolphins signed uh 49ers running back, uh, Raheem Mostert, uh, one year, $3.125 million deal. That's uh, interesting because that, that's the 49ers offensive coordinator. You know, he's the one who ran the ball for 200 yards against the Packers in that playoff game. So right. good move, good move for the Dolphins. Sneaky, sneaky move. Keith is saying the quarterback is not going fast. The Seattle pick here. Again, this is where I could see Seattle. They need picks, right? Do they trade down with Pittsburgh and move down to 20, get some more picks? But for here, I will pick. And, uh, you know, I still think – I don't think they're going to go quarterback. I still think they're a defensive team and they want to rebuild that um, – what were they called? Uh, I Legion of Boom. Legion of Boom, right? So linebacker safety, right? They got Jamal Adams, so I don't know if they'll – I don't think they'll take the kid Hamilton from Notre Dame. But – um, listen, if Devin Lloyd's there, there's your replacement for Bobby Wagner, maybe Dean from Georgia, but I'm going to take a corner. Uh, it's a big passing league. They got to go against the Rams. They got to go against the Niners. So I'm going to take Beelan's boy, Mr. Gardner from Cincinnati at number nine. I like that. I like Sauce. that pick. You like that pick, sis? Big sis likes that pick. Sauce Gardner. Who? Gardner, the corner from Cincinnati. 
Yeah, he should, you know, he should pan out for them. I like that pick for Seattle. Give Drew Locke the chance to be the quarterback. Yeah. You know, there's no reason why. Uh, Mr. Sis, you get the second of the Jets picks at number 10 to finish our second week of mock draft. Jeremy Johnson. Jermaine Johnson. Jermaine Johnson. The FSU edge rusher, yes. Steel. I think your kid's going to be really good. I think he can jump ahead of Thibodeau if teams really like him. What do you think of the pick, Kurt? I like it. I like it. You know, you need an edge rusher, right? I like it. And that, that would give uh, that would give the Jets Derek Stinley and Jermaine Johnson in this draft. That's not bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else for mock draft for this week, boys? And uh, Keith saying we went C- Seattle went from cooking with rust to marinating with sauce. <laughs> That's good, Ricky. I like that. That was funny. Let's. Uh, I think we're ready to move on. We got about twenty minutes left, Kurt. So why don't we go to Paul's segment and then we'll finish. I got one question, real quick. Is that Stingley's kid? I think. Yeah. I uh, think so. Grand grandson. Grandson. Yeah. Yeah, Paul knows. I believe Paul. He knows it. Okay. Thank you. Paul's got a nice little baseball segment for us guys tonight. And uh, I want to turn it to his, uh, give the floor to him, and then we'll finish with Bronco Mania tonight, Kurt. Okay. Well, is this his segment now? Well, this had his segment at the beginning. You okay. got another segment, Sis? No, no. That was my segment for this evening. Yeah. Okay. All right. So I'm going to mute us, Sis, so Paul can talk. Thanks, the floor is yours, Paul. Thanks, Kenny. So my question is, probably not just sports related, but also social related. It involves with the baseball season starting again. Um, And since we're both Met and Yankee fans, the idea that Met and Yankee players have to be vaccinated in order to play. And we see this with Kyrie Irving. Um, He can't play in uh, Brooklyn. And I just wanted to get your, your senses of what you feel about the idea that there are still some Met players. I think last year the Mets only had 55% of the players vaccinated. I think the Yankees met the 85% threshold, but some of their key players, including Aaron Judge, is apparently not vaccinated. And like we've seen with, with uh, Kyrie, anybody playing in New York, has to play, whether it's indoors or outdoors, they have to be vaccinated or they will not be able to to um, participate and play in the games at home. So um, let, let's go, Kurt, Sis, Kenny. Kurt, listen, what do you feel listen, about we, this? Me and Sis talked about this for hours. It's just, it, it's getting ridiculous. And, you know, you don't want to bring politics up, but we, you know, but somebody said today, it's like political theater, you know, Kyrie Irving, can't play at home, right? But he sits in the stands, no mask, going up to people, hugging, slapping hands. Then they fine him $50,000 for going into the locker room. What, what? He's allowed in the building. Like, it's yeah. just, it's getting to the point where it's stupid. Seriously. So now fans can go in. They, right. Bobby's saying end the mandates. It's so stupid. It really is. Somebody can come into Brooklyn now, right? A Golden State Warrior could come and play the Nets, and he could play if he's not vaccinated. But the right. guy on the team, Kyrie Irving, can't play. But he could sit in the stands? Like, it's stu- it, It's just 
it, I'm going to be honest. It, it, it's like, you know, we, we sit there and, you know, there's more important stuff like obviously going on with the Ukraine and Russian, but like people just must be laughing at us. Like they look and say, isn't that the basketball player Kyrie Irving? Oh wait, he could play, he could be in the building, but he can't be on the court. But it's, it's stupid. It's just, it's stupid. And baseball, it's going to be, it's even more stupider. Like you're outside. So Aaron Judge can't play in Yankee Stadium, but he can go play in Baltimore. I mean, it's ridiculous. Just like Bobby's. And just end the mandate. You know, me, I don't remember who I was talking to, but, you know, NFL time every week, the sheet, what's coming up, right? 85 people here, 85 people here. The NFL just said, no more testing. We're not even doing it. And nobody got it, right? Nobody got it in the NFL playoffs. Nobody got it in March Madness. They don't even test. So just end the mandates. It's just, it's ridiculous. End the mandates. The the, the problem is this is a New York City mandate. Right. So, that, right. That's where it's stupid, that's, Paul, because you're right. That's the problem. That's yeah. the, right. They should just end it for everybody. That's right. the thing. They can't go and say, okay, the firemen has to have it, but Kyrie could play. No, they can't do that. That's what they can't do, but it should be neither one of them should have to have the mandate. Just end the mandate. Yeah. Sis, what do you think? Again, me and Kurt have talked about this for a long time. First of all, in my opinion, it's an individual's decision what you want to put in your body. Yep. Okay? I can, you know, care less about Democrat, Republican, yada, yada, yada. Um, yeah, and again, Kurt just brought up a great point. Irving can play over in Los Angeles, but he can't play in the – I mean, it, it's insane. And like but, Bobby sis, how said, stupid is he? But, but, sis, the other guy, like a guy from Phoenix – who's not vaccinated, comes into Brooklyn, he could play. But right. the guy from Brooklyn can't play. But he could be in the stands right. watching the game. No, like Bobby and Kurt said, cut the mandate. It's, it's you know, Judge is going to do the same thing Irving did. He's not going to play Yankee Stadium. He's only going to play road games. I mean, he already would have got the shot if that wasn't the case. But you know what, what, though, too? I'll say this, Paul. I'm sorry. I, I'll take one thing. You know, Listen, I'm not the biggest Kyrie fan, like, whatever, but you know what? Like, a lot of people, and Sis is right, you know, and again, you hear people that are like, well, Kyrie's not a team player because he would take, no, you know what? Like, listen, his body and what he wants comes first, you know? Like, it's not that he's not a team player. Like, is Aaron Rodgers not a team player? I mean, let's be, is Lamar Jackson not a team player? No, they don't want to get it. They don't get it. It's stupid because th- this idiot saying the, the before everyone needs to you're not playing. That's the problem. But he could go he could go by Paul in Florida and he's playing no problem. It's exactly. Stupid. It's stupid. Exactly. It's stupid. Right. He's not right. But touching the basketball, he's more of a risk than sitting in the stands where he's shaking hands and hugging people and with no mask. He's probably right. more probably more catch it there and spread it more in the stands than on the court. Stupid. Yeah, I'm good, Paul. Okay, Kenny. I agree. I get what Kurt and Sis are saying. I, I agree. I work in the hospital. There's a mandate in the hospital, but I, I get why there's a mandate in the hospital. You know, you want to work in the hospital atmosphere, you know, they, they want to mandate it. I respect, the, respect those rules. Uh, if you didn't get mandate, you get, you get fired. 
what do they do in Toronto? They played in Buffalo last year, you know? So, you know, why, uh, what I'm trying, what I'm basically trying to say is why not have the Yankees and Mets play in uh, Florida at the spring training facility? Right, but Kenny, but Kenny here's the that. thing. Yeah. Kenny, you're mandated in work, right? Yeah. Right. But the thing like the equivalent would be, okay, you have to get mandated, everyone who works there. But if you bring another doctor in, he doesn't have to get mandated. No, a doctor that's, from that's Florida yeah. comes in. That, He's okay. That makes no sense to that's me. That's what I doesn't agree. make sense. It makes no sense to me. Uh, but I will say this. You hit it on the button, I think, with politics. Okay. Basketball, you got what? 12 players and then you have a few bench players. You got 15, 20 players plus your staff, you got about 30 players total. Right. Baseball, you could triple that. <laughs> yeah. Between coaches, players, trainers, you're looking at about 80, 90 people now. So there's going to be more numbers. I'm going to make this statement right now. By the time the season starts, that mandate will be lifted because you're going to have, and I would hate to bring politics into it, like you said. But NBA playoffs are going to be arriving and Major League Baseball is going to be arriving. And who brings in money? Exactly. Yeah, but yeah, but Kenny, Aaron see, I, brings in money. I disagree with you, money. Kenny. You I disagree have, because like, there's no way in the world, like Paul said, there's, so Kyrie Irving, you could play, but the cop can't. That's they can't do that. It's it's New York. It's a business now. They they either have to go and say Kyrie still can't play, and the cops and firemen, you have to still have it, or it's lifted right, for I'm everybody. I'm telling you, the mandate for New York City as a whole is going to be lifted. Oh, yes. Okay, but right, but that that's what I'm saying because it right. should it should who's going to make you money, Aaron Judge or a minor league player? Exactly. Who's going to make you money, Kyrie Irving or Lamarcus Aldridge? They haven't done it yet, yeah. though. They haven't done it yet, but the playoffs are coming, and Major yeah. League Baseball is getting ready to start. Money yeah. always talks. I hope yeah. you're right. And you know what? No, all joking aside, the, the joke besides, there's all joking aside, COVID's gotten better. Numbers have dropped significantly. The hospital I work at, we were averaging, I'm a small community hospital, we were averaging 25, 30 people a week that had COVID symptoms, maybe even more, we're down to five or less a week. So that mandate's going to be lifted real soon, and I can almost guarantee it. I can almost guarantee it. And not because of the, the politics, all joking aside, because the numbers have dropped significantly. That's why it's going to get lifted. You make, you make all, you, you all make good points. And, and Kenny, I think you hit the nail on the head with the, with the money. Money talks, and I was going to go there also and say that. I think New York is going to lose a lot of money with the idea that with the Mets and Yankees coming back and with the playoffs, there's too much money to be lost if they don't decide to, to um, drop the mandate. Um, let me ask you this question. Okay, they don't drop the mandate, and the players, and we'll all know who they are, of course, because they won't play at home. How will you feel as a Yankee fan, as uh, me as a Met fan, if those players aren't vaccinated and are not allowed to play at home? You want to take it first, Kurt? Uh, yeah, go ahead, Kurt. See, Eddie's saying, and this is this is where I disagree with Kenny. And Eddie, I'm right on the money. 
I think the mayor is afraid to drop the mandate because then he will have to hire back all those workers who were fired. And they do. They do. Right? They do. No, all those cops you, and firemen. Let me tell you something. Nope. I'm going to tell you right now because uh, I don't mean to cut you off. I'm doing this from my personal experience. I'm vaccinated. Hospital I worked for had a mandate, had a deadline. Those people are gone. They left. That was their choice to leave and not get vaccinated. They do not have to be hired back once the, the mandate is lifted. They left and chose to not get vaccinated. But, but, and, and, and again, I don't know how that's going to, I don't know how that's going to work. Um, you know, I don't know how that's going to work with cops and like those unions. I mean, that's a different animal. You're talking about mandates got to be lifted sometime. It can't go on forever. So you can't, people chose to leave. That was their personal choice. Oh, they were forced up, but they, they were told vaccinated or, you, you know, you can't work. They chose to not get vaccinated. They don't come back once the mandate's lifted. It doesn't work that way, unfortunately. I, you know what? I, I tend to, I bet you that's going to go to court because... Think about it. So now, you know, in, in June of 2022, you don't have to be vaccinated. What, what's what's the difference? Well, now it's we, we, in August. It's going to change again in December. There's going to listen to me. Those people aren't just going to go quietly and say, all right, I'm not working. Trust me. They lift that mandate for Kyrie Irving and Aaron Judge and the Yankees, Mets and Nets. Those well, cops and firemen are going to be oh, uh, right in those courts. I just I just I, I just want up one more thing. OK. There's four of us here, right? We all work in the same building, okay? Three of us are vaccinated. One of us isn't. I'll say I'm not vaccinated. You three are. I get fired. I don't get fired. I, I don't want to work anymore. It's either get, get you know, it's my employer's choice. You know, it's their decision. I choose not to get vaccinated. I leave. Somebody takes my place. There's only four people allowed to work at the building. How do I get my job back and become that fifth person when you can't hire five people? Doesn't yeah. have to work that way. That's the point I'm trying to make. Her. Yeah. The numbers are but there. But it might not work for you, but I'm saying in the cops and a fireman and police, that's the that's a different animal. And that's who the people they're going after in New York. That it's a well, different animal. Trust yeah. me. I mean, all you need is one attorney who is willing to take on the And it's uh, over. Right. And it's over. And it's over. That's yeah. it. That's it. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah. it's an interesting question. Obviously, yep. it's still a few weeks. I saw an interview with uh, Brandon Nimmo this, this uh, afternoon, and he apparently isn't vaccinated. And he says, look, a lot can change in the next three weeks. So we'll see what happens. Um, but it, it's going to impact. Let's face it. I mean, both of our teams want to be competitive this year. It's going to impact greatly both our teams if our best players or, or many of our players are not going to be vaccinated and can't play at Yankee stadium or city field because, uh, yep. because of vaccination. Paul, I got one more thing for Kenny and I promise this will be the last thing. But yeah. Yeah. Kenny, no. Kenny, did Kyrie Irving, Kyrie, Kyrie, Kyrie Irving couldn't play, right? Did he get fired? No. Okay. So if this is mandate is lifted, he has his job back, right? So why why did why did a cop get fired? Shouldn't he he doesn't work until just like Kyrie he doesn't work if he's there. Once it's back he comes back. Kyrie's not fired. Kyrie just couldn't do it 
But when it's mandated, it's lifted, he comes back. See, that's the problem. I hate to say it this way, but I, and I hope this doesn't come out wrong. Kyrie Irving, who's going to replace Kyrie Irving? A police officer, unfortunately, can be replaced with another police officer. Who are you replacing Kyrie Irving with? So they just, okay, you don't want to be vaccinated? Again, he's playing on the road, so he's playing half of the games. It's not like he's not totally playing, you know. It's, it's but, he didn't but he didn't lose his job because he's it, not vaccinated. Well, it's not the Nets. You know how they could it's avoid the Nets, Kurt. It's not the Nets. It's the city of New York City. Right. It's not the Nets that are causing this mandate. If the Nets cause the mandate, then the Nets can fire. Does that make any sense? No, because on one end you're because on one end you're telling somebody if you don't get it you're losing your job. With Kyrie Irving and Aaron Judge, you're just saying you're not losing your job. You just can't play at home. But if it's well, lifted, you're back. But you guys aren't back. They're well, all going to well, be no, back. I know. It's almost know. like a total re recall of a layoff of someone right. who's yeah. off. And I just try and explain it this way really quick so we can can move on. I work in the hospital. They have a mandate. You work at a doctor's office, Kurt. You're not going to get fired from the doctor's office if you don't have a, a mandate there. It's the same same county, but the hospital has the mandate. The doctor's office doesn't. Nets don't have the mandate. The city does. Does that make? I'm trying to make it make a little sense to you. It's not the Nets that have the mandate. It's the city of New York of New York mm -hmm. that has the mandate. I'm but, uh, just, no, I'm just saying, <laughs> if they lift this mandate, these thousands of people or hundreds of people who lost a job aren't just going to sit there and be like, oh, that's cool. They'll be right in that courtroom getting their jobs back. I mean, it's just it's common sense. It's just not, not to throw fuel on the fire, but I wonder how many specialized um, occupations or professions have let go of people, but they couldn't replace them. And how does the city find out or, or look into something like that. Obviously, uh, 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 someone like a Kyrie Irving is a big profile individual, but you know, you talk about a small company in New York City, but has a specialized occupation. Does the city go after someone like that as opposed to not allowing Kyrie Irving? So, you know, there, there's so many layers of this. Um, but I just don't think I disagree with the thing of oh it's the playoffs and for the Yankees they're gonna there's just again they they said it flat out Adam said it flat out I can't just let Kyrie if I let Kyrie play I gotta let the cops the firemen that's it's it's a state mandate it's not just for basketball they can't do that there's no imagine the lawsuits if they let a baseball player now play but the cop. Like, come on, no. No, all joking aside, this is how I want to end it. And then, Paul, if you got anything else, because we got to move on to Bronco Mania to end the show. All joking aside, COVID numbers are dropping. You're not going to have a mandate if there's if the COVID numbers are so little. And, and you know, the, the What's the point of having the mandate if there if the COVID numbers are the percentages are dropping? If they start ri rising up again, then you keep the mandate. But the numbers have been yeah. dropping for months now. I, I, you know, well, we've dropped over yeah. over seventy five percent. 
over here where I'm at. We're at like yeah. 85%, you know, drop rate from COVID. That's great. I mean, let me just say this. Down here in Florida, it's been essentially open for a long, long time. DeSantis, the governor, has essentially opened up Florida from a long time ago. Um, a lot of what was being done in especially the Northeast states uh, was not being done down here. And a lot of the COVID numbers were, came down. And quite honestly, a lot of people um, relocated back down to Florida. Yeah. That. I mean, Jersey, middle, uh, middle of the, of America, um, Northeast. So we were living down here in essentially an open environment and the numbers were coming down. So to the extent that, um, what you're saying, Kenny is true. It, it's gonna, there's gonna be a lot of pressure on Adams to, yeah. to see what he's going to do in the next few weeks. Yeah. I don't think there isn't um, from all from all levels from yeah. the, the responders, first responders to to uh, you know major sports. But so, Paul, it's all or nothing. It's not going to be yeah. baseball's okay, basketball's okay. Police, they can't oh, yeah. do that. They can't do that. He cannot no, do that. No, that yeah. I. Totally it's all agree or nothing. With yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bring the Thanks, bring guys. the Yankees and Mets to New Jersey. That's the plan. <laughs> all right, Kurt. Let's uh. Thanks, Paul. That was great, great, great. You know, and Keith is saying more. Keith is saying more likely they sue for the, they sue the city for loss of wages, etc. The hospital wasn't to blame for holding up the city mandate. He's also saying Kyrie could sue the city. He can't sue the Nets or the NBA. He could sue the city. Yeah, the Nets have nothing to do. That's no. why the Nets are on fire in him. He's not. He's not fighting with the Nets. He's. He, it's. It's the city of New York. Uh, Kurt, we're a couple minutes past nine, but let's finish up the show with Bronco Mania. I mean, we've got uh, Russell Wilson, obviously, but, you know, you're making some moves now on defense and all, you know, whatever you want to talk about, floor is yours. Again, listen, I know Briggsy's up there smiling down. Russell Wilson, baby, we got it done. Um, I guess my next question for you now is, uh, I'll start with Sis. Russell's on board. They picked up Gregory, um, picked up the kid Jones from San Francisco. Expectations in Denver, sis. What should they be right now this year? Definitely, definitely go to the AFC Championship game, without a doubt. Now, my opinion, I would rather have Vaughn back than Gregory. Gregory's a great player. He's got issues. Yep. You don't know, you know, from one Sunday to the next what you're getting with him. You knew what you were getting with Von Miller. Not great point. Get, great point. That, that team is loaded, and if they don't get to the AFC Championship and possibly a Super Bowl, then I think, unfortunately, you won't be too happy, number one. And number two, they're going to turn around and say, what else can we do? Because think about it, what else can you do? No, you called it, sis, last week when you just said there's no more BS, there's no more excuses. Oh. There's Jerry, no more excuses now. And you know I'm a Bama guy. Yep. Great Judy. Right. Great player. No more excuses, Jerry. Go out in the yard. Yep. Get the jug. Catch 100 passes You're right. a day. Make yourself a better player. You're right. 
You're 100% right. Paul, what's your expectations tomorrow, starting tomorrow for Denver now? Yeah, I mean, there is, like like you guys are saying, there is no excuses. But that all being said, and I love, I love Russell Wilson, you are now playing in the toughest division mm-hmm. in the NFL. As, as good as Denver has improved, and I'm sure you've noticed it, Kurt. Yep. The L.A. Chargers went out, and they have had, if not as good, almost as good an offseason as, as your Broncos have. They've improved themselves tremendously, tremendously, to get Mack, to get Jackson. Um, uh, they re-signed Mike Williams. So, I mean, they've improved themselves almost as much as Denver. So you have six games just in that division. That's going to be a dogfight every week. You're going to be in a dogfight. And you guys are going to be playing as hard as you can. But you might come out and and lose tough games because, I mean, uh, Las Vegas went to the playoffs. They're going to probably improve. The Chargers are going to be there. You guys are going to be there. And – Obviously, Kansas City's Kansas City. Be there, right? So, you know, and with the the Bills improving in the in the East, um, New England is always there. Tennessee, Baltimore, the Ravens. The the Ravens will be back with Jackson. So, I mean, you you've got eight or nine, maybe almost ten legitimate legitimate. I'm not saying Super Bowl, but legitimate playoff teams in that division, in that in that league now. So it, it's going to be a it's going to be a rough every week. It's going to be a dogfight for you guys. I'm not saying you can't do it. Right. Clearly, the improvements that you made, like Sis said, Gregory is a good pick. Like I said to you the other day, you know, yeah. uh, hopefully Gregory doesn't get his Rocky Mountain high. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. So you know. Von Miller would have been would have been the pick. Obviously, he got a better offer from Buffalo. But overall, yeah, I mean, you know, like you said, let's go. Let's go, baby. Bobby saying the Giants signed tight end Ricky Seals Jones. So, and Kenny, what's your thoughts? Expectations for the Broncos this year? I can't hear Kenny. Expectations for the Broncos. A little different than this. I'm going to say you need to make the playoffs this year, year one. If you're in the NFC, you need to be in the NFC championship game. But like Paul just said, you got eight, nine teams in that AFC that is still going to compete with you. Yep. Whether you have Russell Wilson at quarterback or Drew Locke at quarterback. But we got a seat at the table, though, now. You're there. You're there. You're, you're, That's you're the top. difference. You're, 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 you're right in the mix now. Your ceiling can be Super Bowl, and your floor can be seven or eight seed, just because of how strong the AFC right. is. You can make it to the Super Bowl. There's no reason why you can't. Yep. If, if Randy Gregory behaves, and, and, and it can be a great move. But it also can be a disaster. Yes. So we're going to see. You know yeah. that that one's like walking up the ice. You know, you know, you want to tiptoe on the on the pond there. You might fall through with him. I don't know. <laughs> then again, he might he might be the best 
that's the signing of, of the free agency, you know, because if he's on, yep. he's going to be dangerous there. Paul nailed it. Chargers, Khalil Mack, they got better. Just that one name right there, better. You got, uh, you still got the Chiefs, but the teams are catching up to the Chiefs. And you got the Raiders. So the three teams below the Chiefs got better. Chiefs got a little, probably about the same. So my expectations would be playoffs, division champs, next year, AFC championship. Okay, I'll take that. What are your expectations? Expectations are 100% in the playoffs, and I think we have to win a playoff game. I think we have to be this year. I mean, I, listen, I like this to say an AFC championship game, but realistic, I think they have to make the divisional round this week, this year, whether you get a bye or you win that first game and you're in that final four in the uh, AFC. That I would be happy. And then next year, boom, here we go. But listen, it's... There's no excuse. Sis called it a couple weeks ago, and he said it with Jerry Judy. There's no more BS. It's And you know what? Because I was on that side. Drew Locke couldn't get him the ball. Bridgewater couldn't get him the ball. They had the worst quarterbacks. Now, Hall of Fame, Super Bowl, one of the top four quarterbacks in football. There's no, no BS. Like Sis said, go catch the ball. Don't make excuses. Make plays. You were, you were the first quarterback taken. I'm sorry. You were the highest rated wide receiver in the best receiver class of all time. Right? Ruggs, Jefferson, Judy, you know what? Prove it. So, that's that. Okay. Final thoughts, Kurt? Final thoughts. Let's start with Mr. Sis. Enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the basketball game. Enjoy the weather. It's getting nicer. And uh, I thank God up above. I am really blessed tonight. Mr. Rosen. All things considered, um, in all honesty, the basketball is meaningless. The fact that Sis knows he has friends and knows what life is truly about, that's the most important thing tonight. And I love you, man. I love you more. Thank you. Yep, you got, I can't hear Sis. I guess Kenny's muting him. Um... No, you listen, you know what? The best thing about us, like we, we, we got like a little, you know, like we were joking with like the Christmas and the Thanksgiving, but we all showed that you listen, we love sports. We love arguing. We, we listen, we could talk about mandates for all night long. We could talk about Broncos and giants, but um, like you guys say, it, it, it's just awesome that we do it. It's, it's so much fun and not even like just you guys too, but even Belin and Joey clams and he wants to, go on a solo show tomorrow and whatever clams wants he, he gets but you know hey it's great enjoy the basketball um and that's it man it's just it's awesome like talking sports with you guys you know like we all talk off the air we make our own comments whether we're you know messaging texting on the phones but when we get together it's just something different that uh when we do the show it, it just it makes the show uh you know it makes the show so much fun bobby saying go Notre dame Blank Rutgers. So you know where he's going tonight. <laughs> and Mr. Kirkpatrick, you finish us off, please. Great show as always. Uh, we talked a lot of uh, March Madness. We talked uh, NFL football. Paul had a great COVID topic with the Yankees and Mets. One thing I didn't mention was uh, 
little blockbuster. You want to call it a little minor blockbuster trade, the Yankees. Now I'm curious. Like Paul's topic, the Yankees earlier this week traded Gary Sanchez and Gio Urshela to the nice. Twins for Josh Donaldson and Isaiah Kiner-Kalefa and a catcher. Well, I'll butcher the name. I don't want to want to butcher his name, but a, a defensive catcher. I'm curious if Gary Sanchez and Gio Urshela are vaccinated. <laughs> Just out of curiosity, just you know, just 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 curious, because there's a good chance they're not, you know, because because yeah. the Gio Urshela thing surprised me. Gary Sanchez, I was like, oh, we finally got rid of Sanchez, but then I saw Gio Urshela traded too in that deal, and it's like he was a fan favorite. So it, it has me thinking, you know, behind the lines now, your segment, Paul. Are these guys that are not vaccinated, are they going to be on the trading block? Because yeah. they're not going to be able to play 162 games in New York. They're only going to be able to play 80 games. Are you going to yeah. pay $30 million for somebody to play 80 games? That, well, they're going to lose a lot of money. Right. That's the bottom line. They're, they're, they're going to have to make a, a really educated decision because they are going to lose, and as we all know, they're so well-paid. They're going to lose half their pay, basically. Kenny, can I ask one more thing for one minute? I, I heard a topic. Yeah. All right, real quick, one minute. Sis, I'll start with you. Today on Michael K., they were talking about Brian Cashman, right? And I know we talk about Cashman. And they're saying a lot of people are a lot of fans, like they're questioning in it and they're, they're just, they're talking about it. And they're saying they're getting the feeling that um, Brian Cashman doesn't want to go like they're, they're saying fans are like, how come we're not getting Freddie Freeman? How come we're not signing these free agents? And they're saying that there's talk or a belief that Cashman doesn't want to win a world series by just paying for it. Cause then people are going to turn around and say, well, you just paid for the world series. You couldn't do anything with your, as a GM and making moves. Sis, do you think that's possibly true? And if it's true, is it dumb to have that idea? It's possible, and it's dumb at the same time. All right, because objects to win. However, you gotta go and win yeah. whatever yeah. you do. Paul, what's Rams, your sorry, yeah. just this year? Mm-hmm. Paul, what's your thoughts on that? As someone who lived in New York, was a Met fan, is a Met fan, lived through the Yankees spending like it was no tomorrow, and now all of a sudden we get an owner who has billions of dollars and and can, can lose five billion dollars. And still be richer than than uh, you know half the people on the earth. It, it, it's ridiculous. It absolutely is. I haven't won a championship since 1986. I don't care if it's bought. I don't care how they do it. If they win a championship by buying every damn good player, do it. Do it. Kenny, last thought. Do you think we're it's not, not is there a chance with that, Kenny? And if 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 he really is like I got to win this my way, is it dumb? That's really dumb. The Yankees have done it, you know, in the 90s and the 2000s. If anybody is going to get away with it and nobody's going to question it, it's going to be the Yankees. You know, they did it for so many years. Steinbrenner bought players, Reggie Jackson years ago. And, and, you know, since he's been there, he's been buying players since the old man was alive. The Dodgers are doing it now. Right. (laughs) The Dodgers, you know, so, you know, 
the Rams did it and they won, you know? So for those who say, don't do it, rebuild, they, they don't know because they haven't been there. Like we live in the New York market, these smaller markets, and they want to go win a championship by rebuilding. I get it, but I guess it depends where you live. New yeah. York, there's only one way to do it in New York. And, you know, your fans, are, your fan base is going to get on you if you don't win. Yeah. So if you got to do it by buying the players, buy the players. All right, one more question, I promise you. One more question from Keith. <laughs> Yankee and Mets fans, let's make this rapid fire and this is it. Keith's question, Yankee fans and Mets fans, would you want a salary cap in baseball? Say salary cap in baseball, you want one, yes or no? Paul, Paul. No. Kenny? I think salary cap would be fun. So I'm going to say yes. Okay. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yes. Yes. I think it would be fun. Yes. All right. That's a good question, Keith. Thanks, Keith. Thanks for listening. Keith, uh, you know, uh, Keith, if if you're there, please plug your your, uh, Bronco page. Uh, I can't think of it off the top of my head, and I apologize, but please put that in our comments. Keith has a Facebook fan, a Bronco fan page, Kurt, and okay. uh, if he can plug that on, put that in his comments so our, our uh, He's saying thanks, can, boys. He's saying thanks, boys. Up. Bobby's saying no to the salary cap, but there should be a salary floor. So. Good. All right, boys. All right. Great show tonight, guys. Right, we Thank may you. see... Uh, clams tomorrow we don't know what's going on tomorrow clams may be doing something from uh up somewhere somehow who knows where clams would be (laughs) you all have a good night and we will